0: Good morning, good morning, and welcome to Walking with Jesus Through the Word, one chapter per day. I'm Pastor Jason Van Bemmel from Forest Hill Presbyterian Church. It's day 349 of our three-year journey through God's Word, and we come today to Judges chapter 13. Let's pray. Father in heaven, thank you so much for the gift of another day and for the gift of your Word. Father, we can't thank you enough for condescending to speak to us, to give us your word in written form so that we can know you. We can come to salvation in you. We pray that you would teach us, show us yourself, and grow us today. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, Judges chapter 13, you can see the heading there, the birth of Samson. We're beginning the story of the most famous judge of them all, Uh, The most famous reindeer of all is Rudolph. It's Christmas time. Uh, The most famous judge of all is Samson, um, known for his long hair and his tremendously God-gifted fighting ability. So this is the beginning of his story here in Judges 13. And the people of Israel again did what was evil in the sight of the Lord. So the Lord gave them into the hand of the Philistines for 40 years. Now, there was a certain man of Zora, of the tribe of the Danites, whose name was Manoah. And his wife was barren and had no children. And the angel of the Lord appeared to the woman and said to her, Behold, you are barren and have not born children, but you shall conceive and bear a son. Therefore, be careful and drink no wine or strong drink and eat nothing unclean, And he did not tell me his name, but he said to me, Behold, you shall conceive and bear a son. So then drink no wine or strong drink and eat nothing unclean, for the child shall be a Nazarite to God from the womb to the day of his death. Then Manoah prayed to the Lord and said, O Lord, please let the man of God whom you sent come again to us and teach us, What we are to do with the child who will be born? And God listened to the voice of Manoah, and the angel of God came again to the woman as she sat in the field. But Manoah, her husband, was not with her. So the woman ran quickly and told her husband, Behold, the man who came to me the other day has appeared to me. And Manoah arose and went after his wife and came to the man and said to him, Are you the man who spoke to this woman? And he said, I am. And Manoah said, Now, when your words come true, what is to be the child's manner of life, and what is his mission? And the angel of the Lord said to Manoah, Of all that I said to the woman, let her be careful. She may not eat of anything that comes from the vine, neither let her drink wine or strong drink, or any unclean thing. All that I have commanded her... Let her observe. Manoah said to the angel of the Lord, Please, let us detain you and prepare a young goat for you. And the angel of the Lord said to Manoah, If you detain me, I will not eat of your food. But if you prepare a burnt offering, then offer it to the Lord. For Manoah did not know he was the angel of the Lord. And Manoah said to the angel of the Lord, What is your name? So that when your words come true, we may honor you. And the angel of the Lord said to him, Why do you ask my name, seeing it is wonderful? So Manoah took the young goat with the grain offering and offered it on the rock to the Lord, to the one who works wonders. And Manoah and his wife were watching. And when the flame went up toward heaven from the altar, the angel of the Lord went up in the flame of the altar. Now Manoah and his wife were watching, and they fell on their faces to the ground. The angel of the Lord appeared no more to Manoah and to his wife. Then Manoah knew that he was the angel of the Lord. And Manoah said to his wife, We shall surely die, for we have seen God. But his wife said to him, If the Lord had meant to kill us, He would not have accepted a burnt offering and a grain offering at our hands, or shown us all these things, or now announced to us such things as these. And the woman bore a son, and called his name Samson. And the young man grew, and the Lord blessed him. And the Spirit of the Lord began to stir him in Mahanadan between Zorah and Eshtael. So, Samson is obviously a very special judge. His birth is unlike any of the births of the other judges. It's this very miraculous occurrence when the angel of the Lord comes twice. First to, um, to his wife, to the wife of Manoah, and then to Manoah uh, himself. And so, the angel of the Lord here Believe it's a pre-incarnate appearance of the second person of the Trinity. So it's it's Jesus before he was born of Mary and given the name Jesus and took on that full human nature. Here he makes an appearance. So we call this a Christophany, an appearance of Christ before the incarnation. And I believe that pretty much whenever you read of the angel of the Lord, that it is the second person of the Trinity who comes, God the Son. And we know it's God and not just an angel of the Lord or just an angelic being because of two things. First of all, he receives this sacrifice from them, right? And then after he leaves, Manoah says to his wife, we shall surely die for we have seen God. This is very similar to what happens to Jacob when he wrestles with the angel of the Lord, all night at Penuel, uh, he he realizes that he has seen God face to face and he's been allowed to live. So God has come and God has told uh, Manoah and his wife that they're going to have this very special child. And this child is to be a Nazarite to God from the womb to the day of his death, it says in verse seven. Now, this is very important. It's, it marks him out as distinctly different and it is part of the obligation. It's central to the obligation that God gives to Manoah and to his wife and that they pass on to Samson. Now Samson is going to end up violating just about every aspect of his Nazarite vow. Um, the hair is the last thing to go, but to be a Nazarite, you were not to eat Anything that was grape related or drink any strong drink, you were not to cut your hair and you were not to go near a dead body or a carcass. Um, and so those were some of the basic guidelines of being a Nazirite. But the idea of being a Nazirite is that you were consecrated to the Lord. You were dedicated to the Lord. And that puts you in a special category. Now, it's interesting, the Nazirite vow kind of foreshadows Christ, in that Christ was from Nazareth, and he was known as a Nazarene, but he wasn't someone who took a Nazarite vow. But this name, Nazarite, to be a special person that's dedicated to the Lord, to do a special service to God, is a foreshadowing of the coming of the Nazarene, the one who comes from Nazareth, and the one who is even more specially set apart by God and for God as the Holy One of God, as in fact the incarnation of God Himself. And so Jesus is set apart from conception when he's miraculously conceived in the womb of the Virgin Mary here, Manoah and his wife, they couldn't have any children. So this was a a miraculous conception in the womb of a woman who had been barren, according to all natural means, there was no hope for them. So there's a lot of uh, foreshadowings here. But what we're going to see is that where Samson was obviously not God in the flesh, but where Samson was not faithful, to keep his promises and fulfill his vows and fulfill his mission. Jesus is. Jesus is fully faithful to fulfill all the things that the Father sent him to do. He never failed in any way. Whatever the Father told him to do, he did. And he said, in fact, that my food is to do the will of him who sent me. So you have Manoah and his wife. They seem to be sincere, honest, God-fearing people, which is rare in Israel in these days. And they want to do right They want to obey the Lord, and so they have this son, Samson. And we're going to pick up with Samson's story tomorrow as we get into chapter 14 and see what kind of man this promised child grows up to be. Let's pray. Father, thank you for loving us. Thank you for sending us the one who is the fulfillment of the picture of consecration That is contained in the nazarite vow jesus was dedicated to you in a way that no other person ever has been or ever could be he lived for your glory and for your word to him he fulfilled every single thing that you gave him to do he was faithful even unto death so we thank you for jesus our savior and we pray that we would walk in close fellowship with him and under his lordship and learn to live for your glory through him. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, that's Judges 13. As I said, tomorrow we'll be in Judges 14. hope you can come back and join us for that. Have a blessed day in the Lord.